Good day, everybody. I am Connor McIver, Connor with Honor with Realty One Group Success here in Valencia, California. This is your real estate update, July 27th, 2022, and I'm excited to present what's happening in the local real estate market for both sellers, buyers, investors, and just those of you that want something to talk about at your next dinner party. Hope everybody's doing well. Again, if you have any questions, comments about the show, you can please leave them on YouTube or you can switch over to Connor with Honor Facebook page or just email me, connorwithhonor at gmail.com and that's C-O-N-N-O-R. When you're ready to go, let me know. I have a lot of uh, people in place as far as a fantastic team. I'll handle the real estate end of it myself, but I have good financial advisors, CPAs, tax people. All the correct people that you're going to need to make your best decisions, whether you're buying or selling. Now, as far as this week goes in real estate, we're currently at the hump day. Uh, typically, this is a foreclosure update because that market is definitely sale. We don't see very many foreclosures or short sales out there. Most of the sales are standard in nature, meaning they're equity type sales where there's plenty of equity to be able to pay whatever the costs are regarding selling the home and uh, being somewhat on the positive side of profit when it comes to sellers out there. Buyers looking for real estate right now with the interest rate flux, if you're a buyer and you haven't revisited those numbers with your lender and it's been two or three months, you might want to do it just because interest rates have changed and the interest rate change going up is going to drive your affordability factor down. So maybe prior to the interest rates going up, you were somewhere at four and a half. Now you're at five and a half. You could have lost up to $100,000, maybe more in the ability to finance a property. So you want to check. Now we're seeing small market adjustments that are reflective of higher interest rates, a slightly lower buyer drive, and sellers are starting to lower those prices. Much, not much, 1%, maybe 2% in some cases. Some cases, those properties were way overpriced in the beginning, and then that adjustment, of course, is usually a lot more. But again, if you look at the actual factual numbers as far as values go, looking at the last six months of, of closings within half a mile, hopefully same builder properties, hopefully exact same model match as well, because typically a builder is going to have maybe three or four different types of residences they're going to be constructing. They're going to have different bedroom, bathroom configurations. Maybe some will be single story, maybe some will be double story or two story, multiple story. And then you're going to have a different layout and also different elevations from the front when you're looking at the residences. So it would be like perfect, perfect matches to be able to find the exact same housing that's closed in the last six months, hopefully in the last three, and then look at all of those, stack them up next to each other. So if you have five sold comparables, comparing with the subject property, uh, a good agent's able to line all that up for either a buyer or a seller and explain, hey, this is what I believe this property is valued at, and then you can make that market adjustment from there. So if you're deciding your strategy is going to go into offer less because maybe the days on market timeframes without a price reduction exists at maybe 20 or 30 days, maybe that's the sweet spot to hit the seller maybe at a lower than asking price offer. But if the seller goes out there and prices their property correct, they're not going to even engage in that scenario. And more than likely, they're going to get what they want, maybe even more, if they hire that agent that hits that sweet spot, the nail on the head, as far as the valuation and price, pricing of their property. When you're looking, though, both, both sellers and buyers, you want uh, written verification as to the value 
of your property when your real estate agent puts it together. And written verification can come in the way of comparables and also an explanation as to why certain properties have been included and certain properties have been excluded. That's important to know so you kind of get an idea from your agent. Also, and I ran into this recently, I was competing with three or four, well, four other agents on getting a listing in Chatsworth. And as the sellers were talking, one seller and the seller's sister, the seller's sister is also a licensed real estate agent. She did more of the financial end of it, but still she knows the game, she knows what's going on. And what was very refreshing is when they were telling me that I was completely transparent up front and how the other agents were in it for them, i.e. wanting to host open houses for the purpose of getting more buyers. See, the statistics are out there with regard to open houses. Let me clear the air with that. Uh, the National Association of Realtors reports about 1% of open houses. Now, this is nationwide, okay? So maybe in California, maybe it's higher. Maybe it's 3% or 5% or maybe even 10%. But again, the factor is small compared with how a property typically is going to sell, and that's above 80 to 95% in the multiple listing service because that listing happens to get syndicated or republished on various different real estate websites that people go to. You got your your Zillow and your Trulia and your Realtor.com. These are websites that in the beginning of their formation when they came out, agents hated them and then they still do. But a lot of agents pay them 10, 20, and even more thousand dollars a month to have these real estate websites send them leads. So that's how a lot of agents have their business model prepared. And those, a lot of the leads are horrible. Some of the leads are great. And some of the agents are able to close those people and get those transactions done. So it makes their what return on investment somewhat good. But in some cases, you know, it's not great. But again, when people are searching for your house that you're listed for sale with your agent, that multiple listing service is going to be critical. And you can only get it in there if you hire a realtor, and that's there's the trade union, all that stuff too. So once you do that and that real estate listing gets syndicated, put online, then everybody's gonna see it. But back to the open house, and I explained that to him. I said, you know, I'll do as many open houses that you want as you want, but at the end of the day, really they benefit me. And most of the people that open house are gonna be people that are gonna be your neighbors and the looky-loos and the nosy, and they're gonna to wanna to come by and see what you got. You know, how'd you do it? How's the layout of your house different from theirs? Because it might be your house is reversed from theirs, they've never really seen it like that, so they wanna come have a look. Now, that's not everybody. There are some genuine people that are looking to buy residential real estate that are gonna come into, excuse the ear, they're gonna come into the open house and they're gonna to wanna to actually you know, look at it with the intention to purchase. But on the other side of that, are they pre-qualified? Have they talked to a lender? Have they spoken with one? Probably not in most cases. So now they have to get pre-approved. Maybe they don't even qualify for the million dollars your house is valued at and where the listing happens to be. Now, being honest and upfront with a client really pays off because that's one of the reasons the savvy sister, the one that is in real estate or was associated with real estate, understands the statistics with regard to open houses and their ability to sell the house they're being hosted open at. I ended that with a preposition. We'll go for it. So now continuing into the process, you do have uh, the agent that said, you know, I'm going to do open houses. I'm going to help it get sold in that regard. And then the sister said, how about a broker's open house? And the, and the agent said, well, I don't do those, you know. 
But see, that's very simple to do because all you have to do is, even if you're not, if you're in the board, I'm in the same board, but let's say the agent's not. They typically have some kind of a board care event, depending on how active COVID is and those restrictions, some they haven't picked up yet. But there's also a way to submit, at least in our local board here in Los Angeles and Santa Clarita Valley, there's a way to submit a broker's open. So only brokers show up to the open house during a Saturday or a Sunday or whatever it may be, and they do a preview. That may be necessary, maybe not, but it's an option. And if that's what the client wants, that's what the client's going to get. Of course, after I explain how the process works, because maybe they misunderstand what's actually going to happen. So I do explain all of it. But to have an agent say they're doing an open house for the benefit of the seller, it's going to depend on the market whether that's actually true. But in this regard, the sister smelled a little bit of something that wasn't right. So anyway, they bring me in. I discussed it. I explained it like I explained it to you. Absolutely more than happy. But at the end of the day, you know, these things are going to help me get more buyers or potentially more sellers by hosting open houses. The control mechanism is really none. Uh, people can come into a public open house no matter who they are. Uh, do some people go into open houses? Some, the, some of the criminals out there go into open houses to case the property for later? Sure. Uh, that does happen if they see a house that's vacant. Maybe they see a safe or something else they're interested in. That's also the case. Just like people are following around Amazon and UPS, stealing packages off porches, people go into open houses with malintent as well. So what I tell my sellers, if we're going to do open houses and you want a thousand of them, I don't mind. But at the end of the day, I want to make sure your house is prepared to have it hosted open if it's going to be a general public open house. So yes, Connor went off on a tangent and now we're going to get into what's going on in the regular real estate world with regard to inventory here in Santa Clarita Valley. Now what I did is I ran Castaic through Valencia. So Castaic, Canyon Country, Saugus, actually it should be Canyon Country, then Castaic, Saugus, Newhall, Valencia, Stevenson Ranch, and did I miss one? Canyon Country, Castaic, Saugus, Newhall, Stevens Ranch, Valencia. Okay, so that's it. So that's what I ran. I ran those cities at, in the Santa Clarita Valley, which includes Santa Clarita. I left out Acton, Aquadulce. Uh, those properties are listed for sale. You'll see them on ConnorWithHonor.com, the other real estate syndication websites. Yes, I work out there. But in the general consensus, I'm going to just pull the same data I pull every week to give everybody an idea. And it is very much similar in Acton and Aquadulce. But currently, as of today, July 27th, and that's 2022 at 8.04 hours in the morning, 8.04 a.m. We have 550 units for sale. Of those, 18 are the coming soon variety, which basically means these are properties that the agent's pre-marketing in a way. And some of them have photos, some of them don't. If you go online and you see a property without photos, typically the agent didn't have the photos to input at the time the listing was put into the multiple listing service, which as far as I'm concerned is a sin. Uh, it, they missed the mark on that one. That's what sin is, actually. It's an archer's term from back in the day of missing the mark, missing your target. And I believe when an agent does not have the photos ready to post at the moment they put it in the MLS, they are definitely sinning or missing the mark. So you might want to consider that when you're hiring an agent because some of the syndication sites don't pull uh, as often as I would like 
Typically, it's every few minutes, maybe even faster in some regards. Some of them don't. And if you happen to have somebody out there that really wants to buy a house in your configuration, in your price range, you might miss it if you pre-market it or have it coming soon without having all the photos done and put, in, put into the MLS right at the time it's published. That's something to consider as far as you and maybe to have that conversation with your agent. Maybe they have a different opinion, but listen to them at least and then compare them with my own and see what you think at the end of the day. So that's 550. Uh, 18 of those coming soon. The rest of them are active for sale. I did a show a couple weeks ago with regard to the price reductions here in Santa Cruz Valley, and I ran uh, some data numbers or data numbers set for seven days from a Sunday to a Sunday, so, excuse me, Sunday to a Monday, looking at those numbers, and there were 113 properties that had their prices reduced just in those six cities in Santa Cruz Valley over those eight days. That's something to think about. We're seeing those small price reductions as well. Some of them are strategic in nature, bringing that property back to the forefront, giving it more attention because of the price reduction or change. So those price reductions for that intent are probably gonna be a lot more modest than those properties that are trying to get in where their actual value happens to be. Uh, those are probably gonna be much larger in number as far as numbers go in the thousands of dollars as far as the reduction goes. And it also depends on what the seller's motivation is in selling and those sorts of things. A lot of that can be found out by your, your real estate professional, but some of them aren't gonna have the wherewithal or the ability to ask those questions to the listing agent because maybe they're new, maybe they're timid, so it's kind of important who you hire. You want them to have the moxie to be able to stand up and say, hey, you know, Mr. Listing Agent, Mrs. Listing Agent, I need to know what's going on with your seller. The property's been on the market 52 days. There has been no price reduction. What's happening? And maybe the seller doesn't believe they have to sell and they're just maybe testing. So that's something good to pass on to the buyer. And they will tell me uh, when I'm asking really what's going on. Or maybe the seller doesn't want to reduce right now, or maybe they'll entertain a lesser than asking priced offer. These are things that I try to get out of that listing agent so I can bring back to my buyers, give them that insider information to see what potentially we can work together to submit to maybe get that property accepted under escrow for the buyer at terms that the buyer likes. And on the other side, when I'm representing a seller, that's also the way. Whatever offers roll in, we want to make sure that we use those offers use multiple offering strategies and also negotiation skills that I have and get those buyers to have offers that are the best for the real estate seller, not only in amount, but also the best in terms. So instead of maybe having 17 days to do all your inspections, maybe we'll only give those buyers 10 days and see who agrees. And that's the best scenario for the seller. So that's the way that I put those together whenever we start that process. I'm Connor with Honor. This has been your weekly real estate update. Please check me out online <laughs> and here. And of course, you can just Google Connor with Honor. You'll see the YouTube channel pop up and a lot of other fancy stuff. I do have a podcast, this audio here. If you're not seeing the video version of this, only listening to a podcast, I just stripped it out and put it on there. If you want to see me in the flesh, doing this video, please feel free, YouTube, and you'll be able to Google Connor with Honor, and you will find it. I hope everybody's doing well, and please, when you're ready, let me know. I'd love to help your buyers and sellers. If you know anybody that's thinking about buying or selling real estate, don't be shy. Tell them about me, and I'll be forever grateful. Just let me know you sent them, and uh, I'll see you after closing, and we'll have a high five, a fist bump, and maybe something else. Everybody have a fantastic 
day, week, and month. I'll be here very soon. If you have any questions for the next show, please reach out to me, and I'll be more than happy to talk about it and give you credit if you would like. I am Connor with Honor. Over and out.